The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. And now, on with the show. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 43rd birthday today. It's the only one of these that's ever made sense. Happy birthday to Jason Sudeikis. Sure. Oh. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I know what you guys are thinking. Yeah. You're thinking, wait, yeah. that's not Jason Sudeikis? Uh, <laughs> it's bu- not, guys. I'm the buffering guy. You are the buffering guy. I'm the buffering guy. guy. Yeah. Uh, you do have a little Jason Sudeikis. It's you? the one I get the most. Uh, I wouldn't uh, say it comes out on this show, but uh, yeah. if you see me in person, you definitely – it's the profile, I yeah. think, more than anything. The one I get most is Morgan Freeman. And yeah. sitting to my right, the yeah. pop-up ad to my GeoCities, our West African prince, <laughs> it's Ishmael Johnson. Hello, Ish. Hey, what's up? Not much. Today is Tuesday, September 18th, 2018. 65 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 623, 623, Jeff Kunkel's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. 337 games from 1984 to 1990. He played for... He played... (laughs) 337 games for this team and only had a 623 OPS. If that tells you anything about this franchise, Mm. I'll tell you. On today's show, guys, we've got a couple of awards to hand out, including the iCoach Inspirational Coaches of the Week and the nominees for the Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week. And then back half of the show, we're going to take a look at which teams through three weeks in Texas high school football have made the biggest leaps in our rankings, our computer rankings. And the biggest drops. We'll get into them coming up here in just a little bit. But first, we have a warm-up topic, courtesy of an unlikely source. We go... Am I reading this right? We go to Max Thompson. All right. So I was going to bring this up before the show with you guys, but I realized this is probably just... uh, This is a good one for this. So my wife is going uh, back to school to be uh, a clinical rehabilitation counselor. Oh, that'd be smart. (laughs) She's always been smarter. This is like her sixth advanced degree. Jesus. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but, you know, I had my one end undergraduate and I got out and you're in three. Like, yeah. See ya. Dust it off your hands. I'm done. <laughs> so the early stages of this, it's a lot of them being taught how to administer sort of standardized tests to measure your sanity, your level of dementia, um, hmm. these sort of just sort of baseline test to sort of understand where you are brain-wise, right? If, okay. if you're being tried for a crime, if you're confused about something and you're getting tested for it at the hospital. I don't love where this is going. This also includes an IQ test, like a legit IQ test. Oh, I really test. don't love where this is going. <laughs> so my wife brought this up the other day, oh. and, and I'm going to – she basically said, you know, I could give you one. Dude, that's a bear trap. It's a bear trap, right? She's like, wouldn't that be fun? (laughs) 
No. No. <laughs> no. Not the word. Here's what I don't need in my life. Number one, I ain't doing. I ain't doing great on that. I'm not right. doing. She's like, oh, you'll be fine. I, you she's like, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't be with you if you weren't smart. Not as <laughs> That's exactly what I don't want to hear right now. Because what happens when we do this IQ test, and I am like, I am terrible. I have the worst IQ, and she starts to question everything about our relationship. Right? I'm not wrong here. Right? Right. No. Be absolutely paranoid about this. Here's the thing. I know, and Ish knows, and you know. That your wife is smarter than you. Oh, yeah. Right. No question. We just talked about how many degrees she has. Right. You don't need tangible proof. No. <laughs> tangible no. proof is not going to no. – that's only uh-huh. going one way. Right. I agree. Beyond that, there's also a lot of uh, – there's a lot of, like, other things. that could, Like, what if, it sh- what if it shows up and you're like, oh, you've got, like, 15% of the traits of a sociopath. Right. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. no win situation. No. Right. No, I, don't, I think that'd be less surprising. There's, there's, there are like 10 million branches of ending badly, and then one where you're like, hey, I'm smarter than I thought. Yeah. Right. Like and one, everyone's fine with it. One no. branch, right. like one possibility. Because here's the, here's the other thing, right? Like, I'm me. Yeah. I'm not particularly interested in doing anything beyond what I feel is within the realm of possibility, right? Sure. Like, I'm ambitious to a point. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, what happens if we take that test? And I'm really smart. I, you got to be. Pers- like, you got. Why not aren't you doing potential, more? man? Yeah. Why aren't you doing more with your life? Mm-mm. There's no possible way. <laughs> there's no. Well, this goes well listen, for me. Listen. And and there's no retribution. I can't give her the test. No. Right. Yeah. I don't know how. Yeah. There is a zero percent <laughs> chance that she's going to say, "Wow, great brain." You know, yeah. and that's like the best you could hope for, yeah. and it's not going to happen. Y- Instead, yeah. what would happen is, let's say you do test positive for great brain. Uh, <laughs> Testing positive for great brain, by the way. All she's going to do is expect you to do the dishes more. Right. It's like, hey, wise guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. smart yeah, guy. It, it becomes it be like then, knowing, knowing your wife, as someone who's met your wife, it becomes ammo. It's like, oh, smart guy. Why don't you then, do it? Like, and right. then here's the other thing. When you have it, when you are nebulously dumb, like you and I, yeah, nebulously dumb, right? It's out there. If we do something dumb, they just go, just Max being Max. Yep. Oh, there's he can't Greg. Help. He can't Greg's help just it. kind of a dummy. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. But then, if you test positive for good brain, <laughs> if you test positive for good brain, and then you do something dumb, it's going to be like, it's the ultimate. What's hustle. your deal? It's right. the ultimate hustle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, no up- I, No surprise. The commenters have run off with this. Uh, and. Number one, this is a good point, and it's we—it's actually been brought up. I have brought up that I don't think it's ethically right for her to be able to do that to me. Sure, no, certainly not without my consent. But no, you know what? To. She's a monster. She's a monster. I'm on your side here. She's a monster. Two, uh, John Velo goes. I'm smelling fear. You're absolutely right. There's like there is. <laughs> I am not pretending. I'm not afraid of yeah. the outcome here. That's the whole point. You. That's the whole point. I do like. Uh, our new friend, uh, Miziel, saying uh, everyone at TFT takes it. But if Max is higher than Tep, Max can end free money. Oh. I, I mean, I don't hate that. <laughs> He's not that's, doing it. Tep now, that's an interesting. What's the up- Okay, what happens if I'm higher than Max, though? It just stays, I guess. I, don't <laughs> I get to do double free money? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't actually, doing NFL picks? <laughs> I th- I th- yeah, I think this is basically only set up for me to win, which I'm fine with. Yeah. yeah the logic uh, plays out great for me. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that. Anyway. Sorry. 
That's anyway, uh, that's. Uh, I think we're all universal in saying this is a bad idea. Never it's agree a tra- to it. It's a tra- I'm pretty sure you need to get your wife to drop out of school. That's the only. <laughs> yeah, that's the only possible, the only, only thing possible thing route here. Recourse here. Yep. We are Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Camels. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Camels, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in partnership with iCoach, is proud to honor one head football coach in each classification with the Inspirational Coach of the Week Award. Each coach recognized with a special honor typifies discipline, character, and integrity while passing those values along to their athletes to help them be successful both on and off the field. The Week 3 iCoach Inspirational Coaches of the Week. In 6A, Fort Bend Travis coach Trey Sissom. The Travis Tigers are off to a 2-1 and one start thanks to the inspiration from Coach Sissom, who's overcoming a cancer diagnosis to return to the sidelines and guide the Tigers to victories, like Friday's 56-53 thriller over spring. In 5A, Jeremy Burleson from Kaufman. In their first district game as a 5A school, Burleson's Lions showed no signs of being intimidated as they dominated longtime 5A power Ennis, 37-7. In 4A, Shane Mobley from Sealy. Coach Mobley has his Tigers in high gear in his second year after improving to 3-0 with a 36-23 win over 5A Waller, jumping out to a 22-0 lead and never looking back. In 3A, we talked with him yesterday, Bob Cervetto from Dublin. The Lions beat their second state-ranked opponent in as many weeks with a 46-23 win over Dillion, improving to 3-0 for the first time since 1999. In 2A, Jared Fickack from San Saba. After losing 23 of their last 26 games, Coach Fickack and the Armadillos are rolling, get it, at 3-0 with a 40-6 win over Junction, having beaten its three opponents by a combined score of 146-12. And in 1A, Tom McVeigh from Kroll. In his first season at the helm, McVeigh has the Panthers off to a 3-0 start with a hard-fought 69-66 win over Aspermont. So those are your Week 3 iCoach Inspirational Coaches of the Week. In 6A, Trey Sissom from Fort Bend Travis. In 5A, Jeremy Burleson from Kaufman. In 4A, Shane Mobley from Sealy. In 3A, Bob Cervetto from Dublin. In 2A, Jared Fickack from San Saba. And in 1A, Tom McVeigh from Kroll. Congratulations to all the coaches, and thank you for all you do for players, coach schools and communities for more information visit texasfootball.com dave campbell's texas football and dairy max are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams each week the texas football staff will nominate four deserving coaches across the state for the built by nature assistant coach of the week and let fans decide via twitter poll on that week's winner it all leads up to the dairy max built by nature assistant coach of the year decided at season's end here are the nominees for the Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week for Week 3. Mason Defensive Coordinator Michael McLeod. The Puncher Dome was rocking on Friday night as the Mason defense stymied high-powered Sonora, holding the Broncos to just six first downs, minus 16 yards rushing, and 59 total yards in their 27-0 victory over their 3A opponent. Irving Nimitz Offensive Coordinator Akeem Leviston. The Vikings defense was on f- offense rather was on full tilt, averaging a staggering 12.1 yards per play in a 58 to 7 romp over Carrollton Creekview. Temple defensive coordinator Raleigh Farrell, fear the Wildcats. Temple held Colleen Harker Heights to just 130 yards in their first district game as a 6A program with a resounding 45 nothing victory. And Victoria East offensive coordinator Spencer Gant. 
quarterback Caleb Longoria threw for 241 yards and four touchdowns in his first varsity start, and Brandon Tomlinson ran for five scores as the Titans rang up 468 yards of total offense in a 72-35 to win over Corvus Christi Miller. So those are your Week 3 Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week nominees, Mason Defensive Coordinator Michael McLeod, Irving Nimitz Offensive Coordinator Akeem Leviston, Temple Defensive Coordinator Raleigh Farrell, and Victoria East Offensive Coordinator Spencer Gantz. I need to check to make sure that it's been tweeted uh, right now, but by the time that you listen to this on the podcast, it will definitely have been tweeted. Vote at twitter.com slash DCTF is where you can find that. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. There's, been no, there's no better time to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football than right Insider than right this moment. You can get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including just posted the new Dave Campbell's Texas Football Computer Rankings, ranking all 1,400-plus teams across the Lone Star State. You also get computer projections of every Texas high school football game. All 615 games this week will be projected. Those are coming out tomorrow morning. You also get a year's. Uh, you also get uh, a season's worth of Tep and Step, the premium high school football podcast in which Dave Campbell's Texas Football High School Football Insider Matt Step and I nerd out for about an hour. Uh, we recorded it yesterday. It is edited. It is going up this afternoon, so you can get that. Uh, you also get recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete and our recruiting analyst Greg Powers. Uh, you get Texas Football Today extras, and if you're just not into the online thing. As you watch an internet show or listen to a podcast. You can just get the magazines. You get two magazines, the 2018 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, profiling more than 400 prospects around the Lone Star State. Uh, You get that. That's mailed to you right after Thanksgiving. I probably need to start working on that. And then uh, you also get the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the 400-page magazine, the one you want, the Bible of Texas Football, mailed directly to you. Subscribers last year got it a week early. We're going to try to make that whole thing where you get that every single year. Everything I just listed, all those things, for the low, low price of 19.95 for an entire year. 19.95 for an entire year makes a great gift as well. Find it at TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. One day we will actually record me saying that, and then I won't have to say it every week. Nah, I like torturing you. Yeah, well, you would. It's part of my psychological profile. That's, that's <laughs> <the truth. laughs> Let's talk about rankings. Here we are in week three, entering week four of the Texas high school football season. And the weird thing is that there have been a number of teams that have only played two games, mm-hmm. uh, whether scheduled that way. Some teams had a week two bye, which is very odd, or a week three bye, which is also Still odd. Still very odd. Or um, rain mm-hmm. has kind of uh, affected them. So there's that. But in any case, we have our Dave Campbell's Texas Football Computer Rankings, which are now up at TexasFootball.com for insiders uh, at TexasFootball.com. And the way that these computer rankings work, I got a question from a coach about how this worked yesterday. Basically, it's a formula. Basically, we hate your team. Basically, mm-hmm. we hate your team. Um, it's a formula in which it takes into account your str- your strength, how, how strong the computer thinks you are, mm-hmm. how strong it thinks your opponent is. It sets what it thinks is 
the appropriate margin. So, for example, that's what those computer projections are, that if Ishmael High is playing Tepper High and Ishmael High is really good and Tepper High is really bad, then Ishmael High might be an 18-point favorite. They right. might be favored by 18 points. Always over Tepper High. Always. 100%. Always. Then, if Ishmael High goes out there and beats Tepper High by 24 points, mm-hmm. more than the projection, Ishmael High is going to uh, rise and Tepper High is going to fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, conversely, if I f- were to win, mm-hmm. or I were to do, or Tepper High were to do better than Ishmael than, than the eighteen point spread, then I would go up, and Ishmael High might drop down by a certain. And that's and so basically, the more data you feed in, the more it calibrates, and the more it gets a pretty good feel for how good your team. And by the way, it will pay attention. So nine weeks down the road, when Ishmael High is uh, nine and zero, and I am one and eight, the fact that they beat me by whatever margin, will still come into effect because it keeps a track of my performance as well, what we call second-order wins, things like that. So, all that's to say, we've got three weeks' worth of data now, and so we can probably start looking at teams as uh, doing better than, than we thought they were and doing or doing worse than they thought they were. So, let's get into what we call our movers and shakers, the teams that have uh, made the biggest leaps or made the biggest drops in our computer rankings through three weeks. We'll start with the we'll start with the bad news. We'll start with the the teams that have uh, underachieved. Let's start in. We'll do, do one for each classification. In six A, it's Houston Westbury, and Houston Westbury was a team that we had um, we had some hopes for. We thought that this was a team that that could jump out there and uh, and do something special, uh, but it just has not gone that way for them. Uh, they are zero and three, and more importantly, uh, the three games they have played, it's been bad. Um, they have been outscored by uh, 123 points, and that's gonna that's gonna get you. Um, and and the teams that they were uh, the teams that they were playing, uh, with all due respect to the Four Pin Willow Ridges of the world and the Baytown Lee, although Baytown Lee I think it turned out to be pretty good. Um, the, these are these are games that they should not be losing by that much, and so they are the biggest uh, shaker in uh, our in our computer rankings. In five A, we've talked about them before, but the Montgomery Bears. Montgomery was a team that I think we we started the year. I should probably pull up our preseason rankings. Um, we started the year, I believe, just outside the rankings in five A. Like we had we had legit legit high hopes for this team. We thought that this was a team that that could uh, could be pretty special. Uh, but they are off to a really really rough start right now. Uh, to start the year, they are own uh, they are own three. Uh, they've got losses to Viter to Barbers Hill, and to Magnolia, and they've given up 42 points in each of those games. Um, things are not looking good for Montgomery. Montgomery started the year in our in our rankings. Uh, yeah, they were 20th. Uh, this is a team that was ranked in 5A Division II. Uh, now it's, they're, they're struggling right now, so Montgomery uh, is a shaker in 5A. In 4A, another team that I believe started the year kind of tickling the, uh, the rankings, Kilgore. Now... This part of this is that they have played pretty good schedule. Nacogdoches has turned out to be pretty solid, uh, but the the loss the last week to Longview Pine Tree is one that is a bit baff- baffling to me. And and they haven't figured out. By the way, this is the team that started the year number eleven in our four A Division one rankings. They are now zero and three. And by the way, Texas High this week. Uh, they've still got Van on the schedule. They've still got Henderson on the schedule. Yeah, Carthage, and, and they close at Carthage. <laughs> so. Things have things have not gone well. These were games we expected them to win because it may be 
uh, that there's not a ton of wins coming up on the back half of the schedule. That would be the first time that Kilgore started poorly uh, and ended up doing all right yeah. in that district. That district is wonky. It's really tough, mm-hmm. and uh, how it shakes out is always a little surprising. I yeah, wouldn't be that's, surprised if they turned it around. It's worth mentioning that this is only based on what you've done and not sure. necessarily a projection of how you will be going forward. Right. Yeah. But keep in mind that because of – because of these rankings, that is where these teams are going to be projected, and the game projections will reflect that. Right, right. So, you know, if they're, they're two really good games away from really bouncing back and probably not getting back into the top ten, but but being back in, in the hunt. Right. Um, and, and the computer kind of uh, – you're always a couple of games away. So, the other one in 3A, and this one's a bit baffling, um, it's Teague. So, Teague is 0-2. Um, I believe they had their game last week um, rained out, and or or maybe they they had a bye. In any case, they did not play last week, and it's not that they haven't played good opponents. They have. They played Malakoff, who, by the way, uh, they played Malakoff and Mejia, and they played last week, and Malakoff got a really good win. The issue is that they have been drubbed in both of those games. Uh, they lost by thirty to Malakoff, uh, and then they lost by uh, forty eight. Uh, or 46, rather, to um, to Mejia. That's uh, that's not going to cut it. And as a result, the computer rankings are really walloping them, uh, you know, right now. So, again, this is another team that it wouldn't surprise me to see them right the ship. But for now, the computer rankings are not very bullish on them. In 2A, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen what's happened with Monday, but things are, things are not going great out there in Mogul land. They're 0-3. Um, again... One of those losses is to Hamlin, and I think Hamlin's pretty good. And then last week, the loss to Haskell, I think Haskell's pretty good. And the other one's to Seymour. Good teams, mm-hmm. but the margins are not good. And, and that's what the computer is seeing. They're seeing that, they're, that they've been outscored by almost 100 points in three games. And that's not good. Which, by the way, Roscoe, and then they got Wellington still on the schedule. Uh, Wheeler, which is off to a pretty nice start. Keep an eye on uh, on Monday. It's, it has gone great. And then in one A, it's Verabest. Verabest is zero and three. It's been a struggle so far for them in one A. Let's stop being negative, though. I want to hey, stop being jerk. Negative. I know. Let's talk about the teams that have risen up our rankings uh, so far. In six A, how about the Plano East Panthers? Plano East off to a three and zero start, and there's a couple of wins that I think have really. I think the win, the opening week win over over Bell, LD Bell has aged pretty well, and then last week the win over Saxe is impressive, and they're doing it emphatically. The defense has been really really good. Uh, remember, this was a Plano East team that we did not have very high hopes for. I believe we had them missing the playoffs. They started the year 115th in our computer rank. Went three and seven last year. Three and seven. It was bad. It was ugly. But things have really righted the ship. And, and Plano East has, has soared up the rankings right now. They are the biggest mover in 6A. In 5A, how about San Antonio Harlandale? Harlandale uh, has really surprised the heck out of me, I've got to be honest. The Indians, uh, off to a 3-0 and start. Uh, we did not expect a ton from them this year, uh, but they've done it really emphatically. And, and I, I don't think that they've beaten a murderer's row, but they've done it really impressively. And when you're Harlandale, and you're coming off of a season in which you went one and nine, I'm going to be honest. They were very near the bottom of the five A Division one rank. Sure. So part of this is that they've gone from the bottom to like the big middle, but that's still a big jump. Mm-hmm. And considering they've already got three times as many wins this year as they had all of last year, 
you could see why the computer is very bullish on Harlandale. They've, they've made a big leap. And I believe they're on uh, Albert Torres is their head coach. They have a new head coach, yeah. Corral. Mm-hmm. Um, after 23 years, mm-hmm. I believe it's been it's been a it's been a while. long while long while for them for them to have a new voice in that locker room. Yeah. So for them to come out with this kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, start to the season is really good. In 4A, it's Giddings. And I don't think this really needs any explanation. No. Um, they beat a defending champion in Rockdale in the opener. They drub Wimberley. And then last week, they get a win over, I think, a pretty good Taylor team. Taylor's not bad. Now, here's the thing. No rest for the weary. Cameron Yo this week, Geronimo Navarro the next week, and then it's in the district play. Nice. So it's a nightmare. I will tell you, though, if they win those two games, Boy. like right now in our computer rankings, and I might as well just give it away here on texasfootball.com or here on Texas Football Today. I probably shouldn't because, uh, but we love you, and it's Tuesday. I'm feeling generous. <laughs> right now, in our computer rankings, Giddings is the number three team in 4A Division Two. Part of that is that 4A Division Two, I think, is wide open. Dude. Sure. West Orange Stars kind of falling back to the pack. Pleasant Grove, I think we're still waiting on. I want to see what they do against Gladewater this week. Cuero's got a loss. Um, you know, some other teams, but for me... Giddings is right there, and, and they've made a huge, huge leap to start the year. And as someone who grew up in Maynard, you know, mm-hmm. Giddings was always a team you had to watch out for growing up, so it's yeah. really cool to see the Buffaloes doing they, well again. Well, and the, the other thing for me is that it's not like – I want to make sure I don't talk out of my butt here. Before, <coughs> but it's not like they did not start the year ranked. We right. thought they would be fine. Fine. They'd be fine. But, you know, new but, head coach, things happen. You yeah, know. but we, we did not expect this. The computer certainly did not expect this. In 3A – Dallas Madison, the Trojans, looking very good. 2-0 to start the year, and they're winning with defense. Um, they beat Brian Adams in the opener, uh, and then they beat Dallas Lincoln, which is actually a pretty good win. And by the way, you know, we'll probably won't learn a ton this week against Fort Worth Poly, but next week they get Sunnyvale, Ooh. and that is a big, big – we will know a lot more. And by the way, they've got Malakoff and Kemp in district play. So they have if, – if they are really tuning it up and things are getting better, then suddenly that district gets even more interesting. In 2A, let's talk some Blue Jacket football that, or Blue Jay football. What is a For Blue Jacket? Reason, it's, it's a Columbus hockey player. Oh, that's true. Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk some Blue Jay football. Ladies and gentlemen, the Snook Blue Jays are 3-0. and Maybe you haven't paid attention to this, but Snook is off to a fantastic start. Wins over Granger, Brian Brazos Christian, and then another team, uh, uh, another private school team. But they are absolutely drubbing people and you're probably thinking well why are they sh- jumping so much well last year they were three and seven we had them as a very middling team uh in in 2a division two i'm not saying they're a top 10 team but watch out for snook they got a big win big game this week against pr- also undefeated san saba another team that shot up our rankings so we're going to find out one of these teams is going to be four and oh and it's going to be really interesting to see from there and in 1a it's groom Groom, the Tigers are off to a fantastic start, 2-1 and one, uh, on the year. And, and more importantly, they are playing really good ball. And their one loss on the year is to uh, McLean, who's the number one team uh, in, in 1A Division 2. Or 1A Division 1, rather. So, got a win over Nazareth, a win over uh, Silverton. Still big, big hurdles to come, including Follett in district play and Valley in a couple of weeks. But, Overall, Groom, the Tigers are the big leaper in our six A in our one A rankings. Of course, you can see complete rankings, uh, computer rankings of all fourteen hundred plus Texas high school football teams up right now on the front page at TexasFootball.com. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's favorite segment, second favorite segment. Final thoughts. We got a few minutes here. You want to do a little lightning round action? We've got a Ooh. few questions. Sure. 
As always, a reminder, if you have questions about your teams or games this week or anything in general, Friday, Friday mailbag. mailbag. The whole show is dedicated to questions. We'll be here Friday at noon. We always are, and we'll answer all these questions. But we got a little time today, so I'll, I'll be You're feeling, you're bit. feeling sassy. Well, you're the one that's got to answer them, so what do mm-hmm. I care? Uh, <laughs> you are a sociopath. <laughs> uh, Otis Moody asks, what do you guys think of Sweeney? Like him? Good football yeah. team? Um, yep. I believe we have them second in our four Division two rankings, yep. which are those are the Dave Campbell's rankings compared to our computer rankings. Uh, so those are human rankings. Yep. Um, we like them a lot. And and I also, like, there are some teams, I'll be honest, especially 3-0. and 3-0 and is exactly the kind of record that is very deceiving sometimes that – you go okay. You're three and zero. Oh, yeah. they're three and zero, and then suddenly they finish three and seven. Right. Like yeah. a soft three and zero. I do not think they're a soft three and zero. That win over Columbia last week was, I think, really good. West yeah. Columbia. It's a good one. And by the way, they beat Brazosport. Our boy Mike Farrell. Yeah. So I am. I'm. I, I think they're very. They're. I think they're very solid. They should win this week uh, against Fullshear, uh, but then it is uh, right into the teeth of it. They get Belleville and Lamarck in back to back weeks, and that's the test. Russell Wilburn, uh, one of our favorite photographers, he's uh, his game of the week, 3-0 Belleville, 482 versus 3-0 Sealy 481. He's there. Mm-hmm. I wish I was there. That sounds like going great, great, great clash of styles. In that. Yeah. yeah, excellent game. And and Sealy, you know, we ma- we named Coach Mobley our uh, our iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Week. Uh, they are – they're looking good, and they're winning with offense. Uh, their, their offense is really hummed, and right now uh, a lot of what they're doing is, is – when you think about what Coach uh, Mobley did at Sweetwater, right, it was a really nice balanced attack. He's kind of inherit. He's kind of doing that there as well. Their quarterback uh, Garrett Zascada has been great, uh, and then they got a, a running back in Yvonne Bolden who is already averaging 100 yards a game. Now, now, look, Belleville is going to bring the defense. We know mm-hmm. they are. Um, that's how they roll. They they want to shut you out and they want to play low scoring games. They beat Stafford seven to six last week. Um, this is uh, that's a fantastic matchup. Sealy and Belleville is a is a is some must. And in in a week that is, um, let's call it top heavy. There's only probably about forty games that are like really really good, which is right. talk about talk about first world. Only problems. forty. There's only forty really great games. This is one of those for sure. Yeah. Uh, Paul Roberts, our good friend, whose football opinions we can trust, says your computer has a virus. <laughs> our computer has New Deal as twenty-nine point favorites. If that's not enough, sir, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Kevin Higginbotham. Computer likes the uh, computer likes, likes New Deal. They like New Deal. Yeah, oh, see. computer likes New Deal. Um, yeah, they got they got um, yeah yeah. Not as, they're not as uh, the computer's not buying into them as much as we are right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I think because some of the opponents they've played, they're they're basically unfortunately they're they're a product of some of their opponents not living up to their billing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so not, that's part. Can't of help that. Yeah. Kevin Higginbotham asks the Canyon Eagles are now three and zero. They are they play Amarillo Caprock on Thursday. Can you give your thoughts on Canyon so far this year? Yeah, it's been um, it's been really fun to watch this team kind of evolve and turn into uh, a, a really high-powered, fun offense um, uh, to, I mean, every single week they're putting up big numbers. Um, my question is going to be, at some point, the offense is going to get slowed down. That's not a knock on them. It's just it happens to every team. Can that defense pull its weight then? Uh, so far, so good. You know, you give up 20, 21 points in a game, that's fine. You should win that game. At some point, though, somebody's like the offense is going to have an off night and the defense is going to have to win a game. That, to me, is going to be the big test. It might what, be this week against Caprock. I'll tell you one thing. I want that. I want to take it to that game versus Andrews. Yes. That that's going to be lining that, up the scoreboard that, right there. That game versus Andrews is going to be 150 to uh, 
like 150 to 130. <laughs> it's going to be great. And uh, by the way, they also got Herford in district play. And Herford is looking good right now. It's true. Our, uh, our good friend Sean Burnett is all psyched up, Manville fan, for the uh, Fort Ben Marshall game this week. Ooh. He should be. That's a uh, fun clash. Um, I I will say that uh, we talked about that on Tep and Stuff. I bet you did. Look at that tease. How could you resist? How could you resist? Eddie Jackson says, let's start the shows more often with America's favorite segment, Final Thoughts. I, hey, I got no issue with that. You sure. <laughs> uh, Hoagie has a correction for you, Tepper. Mm-hmm. Kroll are the white Wildcats. What did I say? I don't know what you Panthers? said. Panthers? I said it's, Panthers. It's been a while. I don't know. They're a jungle cat. Yeah. I always get the jungle cats more That's, confused. I'm sorry. Russell Boyd asks, yeah. do you think Buffalo is going to contend in 382? They're right on that fringe. We love Coach yeah. Houston. That's yeah, just a tough division, man. It's yeah. tough. <laughs> it's a real tough yeah. division. It's, 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 it's a tough. This is the wrong year to be good in 3A Division two. Let's tough, yeah. tough division, way. tough region. Um, yeah, but listen, th- so far so good. We we wondered what this team was going to look like with a new coach. So far, they look great. Coaches, yeah. Yeah. And, and they've, they've lived up. They've lived up to to the billing. Um, bigger, bigger. You know. A lot bigger tests down the road. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and at some point, at some point in 3A Division two, you will have to beat the best pound-for-pound pound team yeah. in the state. Final question from our good friend Tanner Solis asks, thoughts on the Franklin win over Mart? I don't feel like we've uh, – we haven't really arbitrated this one yet. No. But uh, I don't think it's uh, big, it's a, it's big a news really, one way or the other for either. It's a nice win for Franklin. I will say for me, the thing that impresses me is that Franklin shut them out. Yeah. yeah. They shut them down defensively. Yeah. And when you talk about great Franklin teams, go back to that team that played for 2015 They're Physical, title. baby. They're physical. They beat you up. They beat yeah. you down. And if they are – I mean, there's a real chance that Franklin's the fastest team they see this year. Sure. Yeah. You know? It's just a much bigger school. I mean, it is. Let's not, let's not forget that. But I, either way, nice win for Franklin. The shutout matters. Uh, I don't worry about Mart. But I don't worry about Mart. You know, I think that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, but that's uh, probably. What's, what's the last one? Uh, oh, Champions League. Liverpool versus PSG. Yeah. yeah. Liverpool's going to win by six. Let's go. They will not win by six. Yeah, they will. Watch. I will take the under on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I will too. Yeah. Cowards. They'll win. But come on. Now. They'll win. Where's the game? In Liverpool. It's at Anfield. Okay. Yeah, they'll win. They'll win. I'll give them 3-1. 2-1. I'll give them 3-1. 6 nil. 6 nil. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com for Max Thompson and Ishmael Johnson. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.